Today's episode includes information on the Food Distribution Center, an interview with a YRPC member from El Paso, Texas, and a few small stories from around the community. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome back to OAN Connects. Thanks for joining us today. My name is Jessica Joaquin, ad sales slash newsperson for the Autumn Action News. I am here with my co-host, newsperson, Marissa Johnson. How's it going, Marissa? What's the latest? Have you been doing your holiday shopping? I have. I've been doing insane amounts of holiday shopping. Um, Yeah, you know, it's just like a lot of Amazon. It's the most easiest. Amazon. I love Amazon because they tell you exactly when it's coming. And then I get the notification on my phone. So I prefer right now to go through Amazon and then the rest is kind of like just waiting and seeing when everything's going to come in. Yeah, I think a lot. Um, so I, I'm pretty much I'm like, I would say about 85 percent done with my shopping. But um, yeah, you what? you're not on it. OK, so me, I do a little bit of shopping, but I like to make handmade gifts. Oh. So it's all on me at this point to get all the materials and sit down and start putting everything together and it's just kind of adding up like, oh, man, I got to hurry up and get it done if I wanted to look nice. Wow, that's a really cool idea. You know, I always have that intention and I never follow through with it because I always think, oh, I have time. I'll make time. I'll make time. And I just never do. It's fun. Well, what are you making? Let's just say that it has a lot to do with art. So I have a lot of canvases and then actually I don't mind talking about this one, but rugs, making rugs. How do you do that? Um saw it on tiktok saw (laughs) rugs well that's interesting yeah it's so cool and um i'm just waiting for more material and i already have everything sketched out on what i'm going to make or how i'm going to make the rug but other than that yeah i need to sit down find time and sit down that's really cool. So is it going to just, is it going to be like a design or is it going to just be? Yeah, like- definitely designed, uh, cater to the people who I'm going to give it to. Oh, that's so really their cool. favorite thing. Yeah. Good for you. Uh, what I like to do every Christmas is go through um, my phone or old photos and I try to get um, some really good photos of me and my family or of my family or their kids or something. Put, put it in a nice frame and give it to them for for Christmas. So, cause that's my favorite thing. Like that's what I want. Every yeah. year I ask for frame photos. We do a secret Santa and every year I ask for frame photos from my secret Santa's family or of them. I like that. I think that's so cool because especially with you, you can make it look really nice too and add a little bit of design into it. And I have been meaning to ask you too about your, your family's band because we're always listening to them every single Christmas. Oh, every Christmas, right? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, the Southern Scratch uh, Christmas CD, if you don't know, is freaking amazing. It's like my favorite Christmas CD. It's so nice to have on whenever. It just it reminds me of being a kid, and it's not Christmas without it in our house. Like My parents will play it in the morning while they're drinking their coffee or making breakfast, and then they'll play it on when we're looking at lights or at my grandma's, you know, it's a holiday staple for us. Yeah, it's the season now, right? I mean, we're we're in Christmas. You would think like it would be such a happy time, but we're still kind of in lockdown. Can't do much. Can't see our families. Um, you know, it's still really, really rough mm-hmm. out there. Definitely. But the spirit is still there for sure. 
Okay, well, let's get into this. Um, right now, I want to go over some information on the Food Distribution Center. On November 20th, SRPMIC's Facebook page posted a video where President Javier interviewed Daniel Chiago, Food Program Coordinator of the Salt River Food Distribution Center. The interview was conducted at the Food Distribution Center, which is located at 1952 North Longmore Road in Scottsdale, right over by the community building. Javier and Chiago conducted a Q&A interview to help inform community members about how they can obtain services from the Food Distribution Center. But uh, this morning, really kind of wanted to kind of ask some questions of our coordinator here. First of all, Danny, welcome. Thank and uh, first question I wanted to ask is, how has the Salt River Food Distribution Program been serving the community during this pandemic? So since the pandemic, the food bank's been doing quite well as far as serving the community and the neighboring, neighboring cities that fall into the jurisdiction, the district, uh, zip code 85256 and 85203. So I think that's always some questions from our community members when they see non-community members here and they're saying, well, how, how can they get the food that's brought here? Well, actually our food bank does provide services for uh, the surrounding area like our coordinator here mentioned. It, it falls within the zip code so those individuals can come. So Daniel, the next question I want to ask can anyone come to the food bank to receive one of these boxes? Yes, uh, anyone can come on a first time basis. If they're not in the uh, zip code area codes, they, uh, they can come, we have to serve them um, as a one time and then give them information on uh, other food banks in their area. So I tell you, since we've been here again, I think there's been probably five or six vehicles that's pulled up. I just hear one blowing the horn right now and Randy's gonna take out the box and give it. So, you know, the services continue here today. So Daniel, the next question, how does someone pick up a box? Uh, that's quite simple. Uh, you just drive up. Um, as you mentioned earlier, the, they'll drive up, they'll honk their horn, and uh, we go out and just get some brief information from them there, and then uh, give them their box. Okay. so. When they pick up their box, where does the distribution take place and when? Uh, distribution takes place Monday, uh, 8 to 5, Tuesday, 10 to 3, and Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, 8 to 5. So there's opportunities uh, in those time frames. If you uh, need to get a food box, you know, come down and again, uh, staff will meet with you and see if we can work out getting a food box to you. So, Daniel, you know, with the holidays coming up and with this pandemic going on, if someone is interested in helping to distribute food or by, by donating food items, who should they contact? Uh, right now, uh, we're only getting donated food from uh, St. Mary's Food Banks. We're not allowed to take any personal donated food from homes just because of the pandemic going on. So that's our only resource right now is the St. Mary's Food Bank. Very understandable. Again, because of the uh, pandemic that's going on, uh, unfortunately right now, if you wanted to don donate food, you can't accept it, again, just because of the pandemic. So in closing up, you know, I uh, want to thank Daniel for the work that they do. They really provide a service to our members that are, are in need. Uh, and again, it's trying times with the pandemic and how it's affecting the families. 
and just appreciate all the work that they're doing here. To learn how you can get a food box, call the Salt River Food Distribution Center at 480-362-7277. Please remember to wear your mask when visiting the Food Distribution Center to help stop the spread of COVID-19. All right, Marissa, why don't you tell us about your interview? In our last issue of the Autumn Action News, we did an update on the Young River People's Council on what they're doing this time of year. And they let us know that a new member has joined YRPC from El Paso, Texas. She is a community member here from Salt River, but she is virtually coming through Zoom to take part in Young River People Council Zoom sessions. So I got to sit down or actually, no, I got to call her um, over the phone and get to know her a little bit and get to know her lifestyle and what she's currently up to. Also getting to know how she feels about being a part of YRPC. Can you tell me a little bit about yourself? So we know you're from Texas. And can you tell us uh-huh. your age and grade and a little bit about yourself? Uh, Yeah, I'm 14. I'm... Oh, yeah, 15. Sorry. I completely blanked for a second. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Uh, 15. uh, I'm a freshman at an early college. I have been spending most of my time either researching ideas for, like, Dungeons & Dragons campaigns, uh, playing video games, or writing, like, short stories. And I've been recently trying to get into, like, arts, um, specifically, like, flowers and stuff, because I'm in love with, like... The Victorian, dic- uh, the Victorian Dictionary of Flowers. It's always real fun to know their meaning. Yes. I love I love lotuses, and I love the meaning behind it. So it's so cool that you mentioned it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's really fascinating. But um, other than that, I think that really just sums me up in a nice, neat little blanket. Yeah, no, that's cool. I mean, when you said Dungeons & Dragons and gaming, what have you been playing lately? Um, I've been playing Hades recently, and I've been kind of hardcore and obsessing over it because I think I have 89% of the achievement and I'm just trying to get those last few but I'm so close to finishing it but other than that probably Ace Attorney. So asking about your parents they're community members right? Um, My father is part of the tribe. Uh, He lives somewhere in Washington I believe. My mom has nothing to do with it. Um the only time she's ever been up there was when she had to register me. Mm-hmm. But other than that, we haven't been involved in the community before this. Yeah. Have you ever been here before? Um, when I was a baby, but like I haven't actually gone to visit to see anything recently. Um, when I was like five or so, we have a tribe here, though. I can't remember what tribe it was. Tigua. We have the Tigua tribe, tribe, and we went to see a few of their things. But um, I was too little to remember that, too. Ah, okay, okay. Wow, that sounds awesome. So how did you find out about YRPC? Um, I think I found you guys through the social media page. Because nice. um, I've always known, like, my tribe and its name, but I've never, like, known how to be involved with it. So I think... Uh, my mom found like the Instagram for it and just we started researching it and it seemed really cool so uh since I had a lot of extra time uh because of the pandemic and I assumed you guys would be kind of virtual too we were like hey can I join (laughs) like can I just 
pop in on a Zoom meeting every now and then. And they said yes. Yes. So how are you liking it so far? I really love it so far. It's been fun and it's been really interesting to like learn about my roots. Yes. That's awesome. That's awesome that and plus you're making new friends at the same time. So Yeah, that is a big plus side too. Definitely. Well I'm glad that you're connecting with your culture and then connecting with new friends. I think that's awesome. Cool. Well, I just wanted to get to know you a little bit more. I know a lot of people out here in the community were curious on who you were because it's fascinating finding other people who are community members but don't live locally here, like in Arizona. And we know that there are a lot that are out there, but it's really cool that, you know, to come forward and take part in events, even though living so far away. You know, thank you for taking the time to, you know, sit down and interview with us. Of course. That's very cool. All right, let's get into a few smaller stories from around the community. Salt River Pima Maricopa Indian community members were invited to the Holiday Lights at Salt River Fields Preview Night on Sunday, November 22, 2020. SRPMIC members chose a time slot of 7, 8, or 9 p.m. to drive through a 1.2-mile trail of 5 million lights. A number of festive displays lined the path of the Trail of Lights, including 40 tons of decorative steel designs such as Christmas trees, ornaments, and Christmas presents. The entire display was synchronized with holiday music and Santa greeted guests along the way. If you are interested in visiting the Holiday Lights at Salt River Fields, visit HolidayLightsSRF.com for the schedule and prices. You can check out some photos in our latest issue of the Autumn Action News. On November 21st, a drive-by honk and wave birthday was held for Tatum Johnson's fifth birthday in front of the Johnson residence. A number of cars passed by honking their horns and shouting happy birthday to help Tatum celebrate her big day. The Johnson family would like to thank family, friends, Red Mountain Riders, and the SRPMIC police and fire departments for the participation in celebrating Tatum's special day. During November, the Alma School Road sign featured a painted tribute to our veterans. It was a silhouette of three soldiers, two of them helping their fallen comrade. To the right was a painted American flag. The message, greater love has no one than this, that he lay down his life for his friends, was written to the left. The sign was painted by community member Fawn Loring. Each month, the sign features a tribute or other important messages for the Salt River Pima Maricopa Indian community and Indian country. So around the community is something we've been doing in our paper for a while now. If you would like to submit a photo or have a suggestion for reporters, we love hearing what's going on within the community. You can email autumnactionnews at srpmic-nsn.gov. So that's it. That's all we got for you guys in this episode. We want to thank you for listening to us. You know, we went into this year knowing that, you know, a podcast is something that we wanted to do a little bit more down the road. We definitely had other projects that were kind of ahead of this one. But with the pandemic and everything like that going on, um, 
you know, it kind of forced us to think outside the box and get things rolling much quicker. So this is what happened is like we have this podcast now and we want to thank you guys for participating, all the interviews that we've we've gotten. Um, We're able to connect with a lot of community members. We were able to tell a lot of stories and it's just been a lot of fun for us. And we just want to thank all of our listeners for continuing to support us. So this will be our very last podcast for 2020. We will be back with you in January of 2021, if the world doesn't end. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we look forward to bringing you some really great stories next year. So in closing, we wish everybody a happy holidays, happy new year. We want you all to stay safe. Stay safe, continue to sanitize, continue to social distance. I guess most of all, uh, continue to keep your well-being safe as well. Keep love in your heart. Have hope. We will all get to see each other one day. We'll all get to go to, you know, Two Waters and have a, you know, chicken scratch dance and, and have good meals and laughs together one day. Um, and hoping that next year that will happen and we can resume back to the way we celebrate and the way we the way we interact with each other and things like that. So we're hopeful. We want to tell you guys to remain hopeful and we'll get through this together. All right. So with that, we will see you next year. Yep. Bye. See ya.